0: Nashville Predators tweak the top line again. Is this the combo we're going to see heading into the regular season? Plus, Andrew Burnett talks about how he's going to handle the power play and what to expect when the Preds play the Hurricanes tonight in preseason. That's all coming up on today's Locked on Predators podcast.
1: Your Locked on Predators. Your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Thank you for making the Locked On Predators podcast your first listen of the day. Every single day, we are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, want to start out with a special hello to our loyal Locked On Pred heads out there, the everydayers who tune into every single show. We love you guys. We appreciate the support you give us week in and week out. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer at Penalty Box Radio, and I have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at The Hockey News. also want to mention today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Uh, Some interesting stuff to get to on today's episode. Uh, Andrew Burnett talking about his power play strategy. I think that was a big thing. Preds fans are really wanting to know about their new offensive minded head coach. We also had the Preds taking on the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. Final preseason game at Bridgestone Arena. Uh, But first, another shift on the top line, and. Uh, we've seen many people playing with Philip Forsberg and Ryan <laughs> O'Reilly this camp. We do, we have, y'all. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And now we have seen
1: another. We have seen another. So a healthy Uso is has been kind of skating through drills at a training camp this week with Philip Forsberg and Ryan O'Reilly, which. Statistics and success of the line aside, I think will make some people in the Predators fan base feel better about the other option who was skating with them earlier in training camp, who by the way, did very well with them, Cole Smith. But I think everybody would be excited um, about a little Yusou Parsonen on that top line. I don't know. What do you think about this combination?
0: Yeah. I mean, remember Yusou Parsonen had some chemistry with Philip Forsberg last year mm-hmm. um you know and and by all accounts from the people that were at camp yesterday including yourself um they, they said parson looked like he kind of fit right in
1: you yeah know, he and- really does you know, this this young guy so impresses me y'all seventh round draft pick now i think part of that was he had some pretty significant injuries you know a few years mm-hmm. before that and maybe that made people shy away but this is a this is a young man who has a hockey game. Like he played, you know, on the top line the last couple of days we've seen him with uh, Forsberg and O'Reilly. And here's what I'm learning about Forsberg and O'Reilly. If you're going to play on a line with them, you have to think the game really quickly. You have to be very intelligent um, because they just think the game at kind of a different level. They're doing great uh, building chemistry, reading the game together. But who do you put in on that third line that's going to be able to pick up that just seeing the game unfold the way that they do. And Yusuf Parson then may be that guy. He may be that guy, you know, and he's kind of a total package in the sense that like, you've got this big physical kid. We saw it with his first NHL goal where he just sort of moved a player with his body to get to the net. You know, he's not afraid to clean up those greasy goals, get down in, be physical you know, puck battles, but this kid can skate. This kid can shoot between the legs and score overtime game winning goals. Ask us how we know.
0: (laughs) That's a great celebration.
1: Has the best celebration in all of hockey. Let's practice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: Just shoulder shrug. Couldn't everybody do that?
0: Yeah, sure. That was nothing.
1: That was like, why didn't you guys think of that? You know, um, so there is a lot to like about you so parsonen and a lot to like with him with Ryan O'Reilly and Philip Forsberg because again not just anybody can play there and and so you know I'll be interested to see when the lines come out for tonight's preseason game are we going to get that combination because I think that it's worth a longer look
0: Yeah he's got that dimension of you know kind of being a good two-way player uh, a little bit of grit to his game, which kind of looks like that's what Andrew Burnett wants on that other, you know, right. that other side of Philip Forsberg. Um, but, you know, he's also very skilled enough that he doesn't look out of place on the top line either. Somebody that can set up chances, somebody that can finish chances. So, yeah. you know, from that standpoint, yeah, I think Yusuf Parson would be a great fit there. I'm just hesitant to say that this is for sure the Nashville Predators top line. Right. Heading into the Season, because so far, uh, we've seen Cole Smith, uh, on the top line, skating on the top line. We have seen Denis Dennis Guryanov
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the top line. Uh, the other day we saw Colton Sissons on the top line at points during the game. So like, is, is this just Andrew Burnett kind of taking a bunch of people and saying, okay, who's got the best chemistry? Like we're going to try a bunch of people out and kind of see what combinations mm-hmm. we like the best. Or is this Andrew Burnett, you know, kind of adjusting as he goes and saying, I don't know about that. I'm going to try this. Or I'm not – I don't know about that. I'm going to try this. Like, yeah. is it is it him changing it because he doesn't like the way it looks so far? That's a big question that I think we still have to figure out the answer to um, as we go into the regular season. Again, kind of expecting Yusuf Parsonen to be on the top line tonight uh, against Carolina – I would kind of guess that this is because it's the last home preseason game, the closest we might get mm-hmm. to a regular lineup in preseason. So we'll have to see that and see how he looks. Um and, and yeah, I mean if he if he looks good, and th- th- I I agree. Like I think that would be a good fit. I just don't know if that's going to be, you know, the the grand right. finale of what Andrew Burnett is wanting.
1: Right. I absolutely agree. This is something, you know what, just file it away in your mind. You don't even have to write it in in pencil because you are right, you know, in talking with Andrew Burnett this week, you know, camp's winding down. You only have two preseason games left. What is it that you're looking for? And his answer is chemistry. I'm looking for chemistry. And so what you see tonight is not a guarantee, that that's what you're going to see, you know, uh, Friday against Carolina in Carolina. It is not, I guarantee you're going to see that on opening night on Tuesday. And and I want to be clear, what you see opening night on Tuesday is not necessarily going to be the team and the roster and the lines that you're going to see through the season. And I know, you know, everybody has line blender sunburn here in Nashville, but Andrew Burnett, brand new, brand new eyes on these guys. And so he's he may not lock in. You know, his his top lines, you know, for a while, for a while. I will say this about you. So Parson and in watching him, you know, in camp this week, especially because, you know, he's back from injury. He's played a couple of preseason games. Now he's kind of feeling back up to speed. That man can shoot a puck. Yes. He has been the hot hand at practice the last two days. I mean, the shots that he is making on drills, just, you know, I mean, we're getting sticks pounded on the boards and and everything. So Yusuf Parson, and this is, you know, kind of a great opportunity for him um, to, you know, if he gets that, you know, if he gets that opportunity tonight, because he really has been a very hot hand in, in training camp the last couple of days. So I'll be interested to see, you know, how does that translate to the game?
0: Yeah, there's a lot to watch for uh, yeah. in terms of that. Uh, and there's certainly more to watch for tonight when the prints mm-hmm. take on the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh the final home preseason, they they have one road win or, or one road game after this.
1: No yeah. wins at all.
0: Yeah. No. What what
1: they have no wins at all, road yeah. or away. Yeah. But Man, it, doesn't count, it doesn't count, y'all. Doesn't count.
0: Yeah, it's it's preseason, folks. It's
1: preseason, y'all breathe.
0: <laughs> uh, we're going to preview uh, what to expect from tonight's Preds game uh, coming up here in just a little bit. Plus, next, we're going to talk about a big topic that a lot of Preds fans were kind of wondering about before the season started, and that's how Andrew Burnett is going to handle the power play. We'll dive into that coming up in just one second. But first, I want to mention today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, you can snap into the NFL action this season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And that's because right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Again, that's $200 in bonus bets win or lose so yeah you don't have to nail that first bet to get that big bonus so if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better time to get in on the action than right now the app is so easy to use there's a wide range of betting options including spreads player props like how many passing yards is ryan Tannehill gonna get or rushing yards is derrick henry gonna get over unders and much much more So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season in style. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Ann, we are talking the last uh, few things to kind of wrap up for the Nashville Predators before the regular season starts next week. One of those things is the power play. Uh, uh, the bane of Nashville's existence for what what feels like three decades now, more like five, six years, but it certainly feels like three decades.
1: It does. It's dog years with the power play, y'all. Dog years. And you have to have a good, like, this is just what's real. You have to have a good power play if you want to be a good team in the NHL. You just do. Like, hey, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid, tell us something we don't know.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That would that would be ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So basically, uh, the Nashville Predators, they let go of Dan Lambert in Mm -hmm. the offseason. He was the power play guy the past couple of seasons uh, brought in to fix the power play worked for like nine months and then it didn't. Uh, So the big question is who on the Preds bench was actually going to be responsible for taking over the power play. Uh, And that was the biggest addition to the coaching staff in the offseason, which Mm -hmm. is the new head coach, Andrew Burnett, uh, pulling a Thanos and, and just saying, fine, I'll do it myself.
1: He did. This was great. I, uh, we're going to hear from Andrew Brunette here in just a minute. But, you know, as, as the media at training camp, we're really getting kind of a feel for who Andrew Brunette is. Y'all, he's a little bit delightful. So uh, we did ask him, hey, you know, officially who is in charge of the power play and asked him some questions about the power play. So this is the sum total of what he had to say about all of that.
2: Well, we'll see what it does. It's, it's not doing very good. It's not me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll designate it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to look after it. And I've done that in the past, so I enjoy it. And um, Yeah, today was a little special team on both sides of it. I'm trying to hit everything before we get home here. Every coach that coaches, it puts a lot of work into it. And it's it's, a hard, it's the hardest um, thing to coach because everybody figures, you know, you have a man band, you should be, lights out, and that's that's not always the case. So it's a tough... There's not much sympathy for the, for the power play coach because we all think we should, like I said, should score every time. As long as you're prepared, as long as it makes sense, and as long as you give them a little room to be creative within the structure of what you're looking for, I, I think no matter how good of a coach you are, you kind of give some options. At the end of the day, they make the decisions. And you have to trust they make the decisions. You have to have the right players to make the decisions. But really, as coaching staff, we can just prepare them and give them options um because no matter how good your power play is in zone when you go up and down the ice two or three times it's frustrating and and uh, when frustration leads into the power play then then it then it's going to have trouble scoring because you're 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 so frustrated all the time so um, it, it's crucial that we begin at that it, if it's going bad it's not me uh,
0: that that is a that is a man who has certainly read his fair share of twitter comments <laughs> from the Nashville Predators fan base right there
1: I know. It was so funny because, like I said, we're all just kind of getting to know him. So it was a little bit delightful. Um, I do have an observation. He says something, and, and we can talk about this, but he talks about, you know, you you give them options and then they make, you know, some decisions. And it makes me wonder, here's the random things I wonder while talking to Andrew Brunette. Does he have a Peloton? Because there's a Peloton instructor who his his line is, I make suggestions, you make decisions. And I'm like, Andrew Burnett, are you riding with Dennis Morton? Like, is that where you got that? <laughs> so I didn't ask that in, in the scrum. I felt like maybe it's not time. But yeah, I, and I think that's an interesting philosophy. You know what? It's my job to give them some structure. It's their job to be creative within that structure. That's a pretty long leash for, you know, a power play that has been a little bit disappointing in recent seasons.
0: It Just should, like that. that's, but that's the way it should be, right? And yeah. like, it's like, look, here's the, like how we want you to play and mm-hmm. like, we want the movement and we want, you know, moving in and out, but we're, we're not going to like, you know, call a play. right? This isn't going to be like the NFL where it's like, okay, well, we're going to do this. And then this is going to set up, you know, Philip Fordsberg going back door and O'Reilly's gonna find him there. Like it just should be like, here's the philosophy. Like, we mm-hmm. want puck movement. You know, we we want movement, we want you to move, we want you to kind of open up lanes. Yeah. Um, in in to his credit, that was kind of John Hines's philosophy, too. Was we're not gonna set anything up, but here's how we kind of want everything to look. The problem with that was just that, you know, under Heinz and
1: Dale Lambert, the Preds just couldn't finish. Right. Well, exactly. and it felt like they didn't – they spent so much time looking for that opportunity that they maybe didn't put the puck on net. Like, you know, how, how many times was it just on a cellular level as a predator fan, you're like, shut the puck. Yeah,
0: like, sure. but if But if it's the same philosophy this year, then that's still going to be, like, on the players to – like not overthink that. that. Like that's going to be the big task for the players.
1: Yeah. And if you listen to who he has, who we've seen in practices, and again, all of this could change, but this is who he has on the power plane units. They spent quite a bit of time yesterday at training camp working on special teams. Um, The top unit, Ryan O'Reilly, Roman Yossi, Philip Forsberg, Tommy Novak, Cody Glass. The second unit was Parsonen, uh, Tyson Berry, Luca Evangelista, the new young man, Samuel Fagimo, and then uh, Gary Onof was on there, too. He was kind of in and out. But if you look at that top unit, you know, Ryan O'Reilly, Yosi Forsberg, Novak Glass, you're looking at some of the best minds mm-hmm. that the Nashville Predators have. You have, you know. Here's my thing. Ryan O'Reilly, I'm not telling you what to do, make a decision. And so I'll be interested to see, you know, I love Tommy Novak on that line. Tommy Novak, say what you want about him. One of the smartest guys who can watch the game unfold so quickly and anticipate things. So I'm interested to see what can that unit do with a little bit of freedom. And here's what's so exciting. This unit, after they were done running drills, stayed together and talked about some things and then after practice hung out and were working on some different passes from different spots, you know, on the power play. So they really want to see this work. Obviously, they all want to see it work. I'm not implying that somebody last year didn't want to see it work, but I'm interested to see what happens with this. And it will be, I wonder how much of this is the Ryan O'Reilly factor. I think there's a huge Ryan O'Reilly factor across the board with the Nashville Predators. And that's probably a podcast for another day, but I'm interested to see how Ryan O'Reilly on the power play sort of shifts the execution of it. So something to keep in mind.
0: And it's interesting because Ryan O'Reilly is probably going to have a different role than what he was, um, you know, doing in Toronto. Mm -hmm. at the end of last year he was kind of like the net front guy like the like the guy that you know would go kind of win the battles down low and go get the puck he might be more of a setup man here like you know kind of a little bit more of a skill role um but i will say this and uh in the last two preseason games uh against the tampa bay lightning um one of which against you know tampa bay's probably top penalty killers uh you know the preds power play did have some success there
1: yeah yeah the other thing that andrew burnett talked about in that clip and that we saw in training camp is he spent a lot of time working on coming into the zone you know yeah. a lot you know when you work on the power play you tend to set up in the offensive zone well my friends if only it were that easy um, and how much frustration is there in getting into the zone and getting set up? And and you heard him say in that clip, look, when you have to keep entering and re-entering the zone, you get frustrated. Frustrated players don't score power play goals, and so they spent a ton of time talking about when you're bringing the puck in the zone. If you don't get the pass you think you're going to get, here's how you're going to adjust. You're you know here's how you're going to set up if it didn't go in the way you thought it would. So he, it's really kind of a a rebirth of a lot of things. Um, but like you said, it's kind of similar philosophy. Mm-hmm. So uh, it'll be interesting to watch and see what happens if the Predators get an opportunity in these next couple of preseason games. Like, you know, what what are we going to see from these guys? Um, mm-hmm. It's a really good power play unit. It's a very good second power play unit. Love Tyson Berry on the power play. Just yeah. Yeah. love I him.
0: And imagine the Preds are still going to shuffle some things uh, around a little very bit. True. Uh, What is going to happen tonight when the Predators play the Carolina Hurricanes? Uh, We'll talk about maybe some things you and I are going to be watching out for.
1: Uh, That's coming up next. That's right. But first, I want to let you know, this episode is brought to you by our great friends at Indeed. So when you are drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? Look, if you are building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. So don't spend hours on multiple job sites combing through for candidates who may have the right skills. You can do it all with Indeed. You can find top talent for fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match. They have assessments and they have virtual interviews. If you hate waiting, Indeed's US data shows over 80% of Indeed's employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description The moment they sponsor a job with instant match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed knows that finding people with the right skills makes all the difference when you're a hiring team of one. So visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Again, that's Indeed dot com slash locked on terms and conditions apply cost per application pricing, not available for everyone. If you need to hire, you need indeed.
0: All right. And we are at our final two preseason games of the season. Let's go baby. The (laughs) predators take on the Carolina hurricanes tonight at Bridgestone arena Mm -hmm. Uh, tomorrow.
1: Bless you. They take on the Carolina Hurricanes in Carolina.
0: Thank you. Thank you for you. thank you for holding that fort down. Uh I got you. The allergy attack. <laughs> uh yeah. So two back-to-back games against Carolina. And then that's it.
1: That's that, it, we're, y'all. Your
0: regular season hockey after that, Ann. Uh so if if I had to guess, uh tonight final home preseason game, uh, we're going to see probably as close to a regular lineup as we might expect uh, for, you know, an NHL regular season. And then tomorrow uh, we're going to see a load up of the depth guys. Uh, maybe some of the guys battling for the last couple of roster spots. Um, that seems to be what Carolina is going to do tonight. Um, what
1: are you going to be watching for tonight, Anne? The Probably the biggest thing that I'm watching for tonight is I'm going to be watching for Sammy Fagimo. He is the young man that the Predators picked up off waivers on Sunday. Um, was with the LA Kings 2019 second round draft pick from the LA Kings. This is a a young man and we talked about it on Monday's episode. He's a, he's a goal scorer. He's a shooter. Um, Very good at a lot of other things. He has spent some time on the power play and practices, you know, spent a lot of time they've worked with, spent a lot of time working with him, but Andrew Burnett really wants to see a little bit more from him because he hasn't had a full training camp. So, um, and I really want to see what we have in, in young, well, he's 23. Sammy Fagimo. So for me, that, that's oh, probably, that's
0: young. Let's not pretend that's not young.
1: It's it's the whole hockey age. Is 23 young in hockey years? Probably yeah. still,
0: right? Yeah, it's gotta be because I'm about to turn 35 in a couple months. So
1: yeah, that's young. Trust me. Ask me how I know. <laughs> <Man>. Anyway. <laughs> So for me, really kind of getting a, a look at him and, you know, what does he bring? It's he's this has been a tough situation. It's a tough situation for the Predators to have such a short time to evaluate him, you know, and and God love him. He's coming in off waivers halfway through training camp, um, but he's done a really good job, I think, not over, uh, not over trying. Like, I really feel like the Predators are getting a good look at, at who he is. So for me, that's somebody to really keep an eye on. Uh, they are going against, you know, look, Carolina, a lot of people have Carolina uh as, as your Stanley Cup final team, you know. Yeah. A lot right. have them as, as as hoisting the cup. We will not probably see that team tonight. Um, word from uh Ryan Henkel, who covers the hurricanes for the hockey news, is that they're really going to be playing a lot of their depth pieces, their PTO guys, but one to keep an eye on for them. Talk about hockey young, little Felix Sorum. He's probably not little, y'all. Um, but he is just barely, like he is the freshest of 18 years old. He was 17 when they drafted him. Um, very smart, very calm, real solid player. Carolina's loved what they've seen from him. So expect to uh, kind of keep an eye out on him, too. So those are kind of the two players that I'm really watching for.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Great name too.
1: I know, Swede. I yeah, think, of course, I'm sure he's a Swede.
0: Yeah, I, I want to go back to to what you're talking about. Um, You know, Fagemo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, this is this was an interesting pickup, and yeah. from a from a lot of people's standpoint, is he looked really good. He scored a pretty good goal on uh, UC Saros, uh and Camp, what I think might have just been his like second ever shot on goal, like during you know a, a Predators drill. Um, so I think a lot of people are just excited for that. You know, it's also interesting because, you know, we've talked in about who's, you know, kind of on the top power play unit and Tommy Mm -hmm. Novak. And, you know, the second line was Dennis Gurionov and, you know, some of these other players. And it's kind of interesting that we haven't really, you know, kind of talked about like Phil Tomasino much yeah. In in that context of being like a in a main scoring role. Um, you know, we haven't heard a lot from Kiefer Sherwood, you know, kind of in these last, you know, right. week or so of camp. So some of these guys that we're kind of expecting to be like, okay, like they may have a big role. We haven't heard a lot from them. And now in comes Fagemo, Right. And you know, it, it's interesting because we we, we talked about it when the Predators put that wafer claim on him. Is this a move just because, oh, they kind of see him maybe as a diamond in the rough um, and, you know, they think that they may be able to develop something out of them? Or was that a move that the Preds looked around and said, OK, for whatever reason, we're not 100 percent thrilled with what we have right now we need to go out and maybe get another piece to throw into the mix here. And that seems to be what happened. Um, And, and it's interesting, Ann, because, you know, at first you would have absolutely been hard pressed, convinced, you know, you would have been hard pressed to convince me that Phil Tomasino and uh, Luke Evangelista were not going to be on the roster. Like it seems like they were going to be, you know, the people that, Barry Trotz was talking about when he said we need to open up some space for you know some of the younger players it's funny because the last you know week or half of camp you know just kind of you know how things have been going I'm looking at that and going it's like oh like there may be a move or or maybe an assignment to a line that I think Preds fans might not be super thrilled with when it's all said and done.
1: Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see where some of these players that I think we all kind of thought we're going to be battling for like, Hey, are they going to get top line minutes? Like are you know are are they gonna are they gonna be with Forsberg and O'Reilly? Like I'm not sure that we're gonna see those players. Like you're talking about Phil Tomasino, Luke Evangelista, they're skating in camp with Tommy Novak, which I will tell you is a really great line. Um, but I I don't know. I I do feel a little bit like the assumption was going into camp these guys are going to get top line minutes in top six minutes. And I'm not sure that's how that's all going to pan out, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's with this new player or whether they're going to kind of rotate some other guys. I don't know, but I think it's going to be really interesting to see what what does Brunette put together for these forward lines tonight. Mm -hmm. And what are we going to learn about these players in these last two preseason games that are really important? Because like you said, none of this is set in stone. There yeah. there really isn't very little that I feel like lineup wise is set in stone. I think Ryan O'Reilly and Forsberg together, I think uh, Gustav Nyquist and Cody Glass together. I think there's a lot of uh, other moving parts that could happen.
0: Yeah. There's, you know, I think there might be a player or two that we figured was going to have a big role early on. Uh, Maybe not have as big of a role as we thought, maybe. So that's going to be something to watch for tonight, uh, for sure. Hey, by the way, if you have any questions about the Nashville Predators, we are doing a mailbag episode tomorrow on the Lockdown Predators podcast. We've got a couple of good uh, questions so far but keep sending more thoughts in. You can tweet us at LO underscore Predators. You can also drop a comment on our YouTube page uh, or hit us up on Instagram. Just search Lockdown Predators. We're on there. Same for Facebook. So let us know your questions, hot takes, whatever you want to send our way uh, as we go into the regular season, and we will answer them. And where can
1: people find your work? You can find my work online at insidethepreds.com. You can find me on Twitter X, whatever, at Ann K underscore mama on ice.
0: You can find me at penaltyboxradio.com or follow me on X at underscore NS Morgan. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We will get back with an all new episode tomorrow. We'll see you then.